You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. Our love for Christ is evident in showing compassion to the poor. Discover more about this truth in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Nagsimula po kami ng ating bagong series in act or in every nation in action. At ating mong pinag-aaralan yung pong uh, mga ginawa ng early church in the book of Acts. Okay? At tinitingnan po natin ito in our context today dahil yung mga ginagawa noon is almost similar sa ginagawa natin. Yung magkaiba lang man po yung context, yung context at saka yung kultura. But the principles ng kanilang ginagawa noon ay ginagawa din po natin ngayon. So that mas lalo nating yakapin pa yung mga bagay na ginagawa natin para sa pagpapalaganap ng salita ng Panginoon at sa paghipo sa puso ng marami pong mga tao. At last week po pinag-usapan is about the church. Okay, siguro naman malinaw na sa inyo ng every nation, family of churches, yan po yung ating pinaka-mother church worldwide at yung victory is here in the Philippines and yung every nation is ang president po niyan, si Pastor Steve Murel. Siya rin ho ang founder ng victory dito po sa Pilipinas. Okay. At pinakita namin sa inyo last week yung every nation mission. Okay? Sa so every nation mission na yun, uh, sabi po ron is to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. Okay? We are socially responsible. Amen. So, yung tatluho dyan, yung distinctive natin, Christ-centered tayo because we only look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, spirit-empowered, we believe in the Holy Spirit, and socially responsible. Sabi niyo, socially responsible. We have our social responsibilities. Ibig sabihin, as a church, we don't just preach the, the gospel. Gusto natin magkaroon tayo ng difference in the lives of people, especially in our society. Sa panahon natin ngayon, ng mga taong, I should say, is socially responsible, isa na dyan, ay si Angelina Jolie. Okay? Si Angelina Jolie, alam niyo ba yung kanyang ginagawa maliban sa pag-arte? Si Angelina Jolie ho ay sumusuporta sa mga orphanages. At at the same time, umaampon. Iba-ibang kulay ng bata yung kanyang inaampon. Okay? And she is making a great difference in the lives of of, the, of those children na kanyang uh, inampon. Okay? And we say na ito'y paraan niya ng pagbabalik sa community ng mga bagay na tinanggap niya mula sa Diyos. Pangalawa, kilala niyo to si Lebron James. Kilala niyo ba yan? Hindi niyo kilala? Ako naman. Siya naglaro ng chess nung magpunta siya sa Pilipinas. Okay. Siya po ay basketball player, alam natin, siya ay MVP. At in the way he would contribute socially is sa pamagitan ng pagtuturo ng basketball sa mga bata. Okay? Yun yung bagay na meron siya, kaya yun din yung pwede niyang maiambag. Hindi mo pwede kasing ibagahabahagi at ibigay yung bagay na wala ka. Yun ang meron siya. Okay? Now, yan po ay parehong imported. Bigyan doon naman tayo sa local. Yan, kilala ninyo. Yan. Okay? Si Manny Pacquiao. Okay, hindi yung Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. Si Manny Pacquiao ay, kung na, alam naman ninyo, siya isang mananampalataya ng Panginoon. Okay? Ang ginagawa niya, kung for your information, baka hindi niyo pa alam, siya ay nakapagpatayo na ho ng church doon sa kanya pong lugar. Okay? Nakapagpatayo siya ng eskwelahan, nakapagpatayo siya ng ospital, marami siyang itinayong mga bahay sa mga Yolanda victims. Okay? At saka maging doon sa buhol. At marami ho siyang mga scholars at marami rin ho siyang mga, mga tinulungan ng mga tao. Katunayan, nung huli, nagpunta siya ng Indonesia dahil mayroon isang kababayan tayo supposed to be bibitayin. Okay? Dahil uh, di umano. Pero pagkamalan lang, 
di umano ay nag, uh, naglagay ng droga sa kanyang bagahe. Pumunta ko siya ron, gusto niyang kausapin, I think Prime Minister or President, pero nakausap lang niya yung ambassador. Okay? But he did his part, he did his effort. It's another way of showing meron siyang pakialam sa kanyang kapwa. Amen? So, ang kainaman po kay Manny Pacquiao, different from Angelina Jolie and uh, Lebron James, is that he would also preach the gospel. Katunayan, nung yung babaeng yon ay pinuntahan niya, dinalaw niya doon sa Indonesia, binahagi na niya ng salita ng Panginoon. So, Manny Pacquiao somehow is a balance, uh, uh, is actually a picture of what a church should be. As a church, we are not just supposed to proclaim the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we are also to extend help for the needy. Balance. Okay? Kasi alam nyo, ang church has the tendency to fall into two ditches. The other one is that just to preach the gospel, cater only to the spiritual needs of people, wala siyang pakialam sa kanyang komunidad. Okay? On the other hand, mayroong mga, mga nakita lang o mga churches na hindi na nag-preach ng gospel, tumulong na lang sa mga mahihirap. It became a social welfare activity na lang. Okay? Kinalimutan na ang pag-preach ng gospel. Just being good for the sake of being good. For goodness sake. Okay? Nawala na yung pangangaral lang salita ng Panginoon as the ultimate motive. That's why I said, Pacquiao somehow is a picture of, 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 of a church wherein we are supposed to do the preaching of the gospel at the same time helping the poor or helping the needy. Kung paano po yan, mamaya po ipakikita ko sa inyo. Last week, sinabi natin na ang victory vision is honor God and make disciples. Okay? Say, honor God. And in Proverbs 14.30, when I say, He who is kind to the poor, honors God. So helping the poor is certainly honorable. And honorable before God, and at the same time, it honors Him. Kaya po sa oras na ito, pag-uusapan po natin is about compassion. Okay? Sabi nyo, compassion. At dito po yan matatagpuan sa Acts chapter 4, verse 32 to 35. Tayo po tayo lahat. Now the full number of those who believe were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own. But they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Manalangin po tayong lahat. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito. Ang aming tiwala ay nasa sa iyo. Tulungan mo po kaming maunawa ng iyong mga salita at hindi lamang po namin maintindihan, maisagawa po namin. Salamat po, Ama, itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Makaupo na po tayong lahat. Today, as we discuss this topic, compassion, we are going to talk about social responsibility. And we as a church, we are not separated from our community, from our society. We are supposed to be socially responsible. Pero paano natin magagawa yun unless we understand? Now, according to dictionary, social responsibility is an ethical framework which suggests that an entity, be it an organization or individual, has an obligation, say obligation, to act for the benefit of society at large. So whether 
we are part of an organization or individual, we have the obligation to act for the benefit of society at large. Now, importante po na maintindihan natin yan dahil tayo bilang mga Kristiyano ay nakatanggap ng pagmamahal mula sa Diyos. Tayo ang pinakakawawang tao because of our sin, but God had compassion on us. Nakakilala tayo sa Kanya, hindi lang tayo pinatawad, binigyan tayo ng buhay na walang hanggan at inayos din ng Panginoon yung ating buhay. Dati magulo yung buhay natin, pero unti-unting inayos ng Panginoon. Tayo ang unang nakatanggap ng compassion ng Panginoon. Amen. And because of that, we are supposed to be the number one people who should extend compassion also to others. According to Carlton Hayes, he wrote, from the wellspring of Christian compassion, sabi niyo, Christian compassion, our Western civilization has drawn its inspiration and its sense of duty for feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, looking after the homeless, clothing the naked, tending the sick, and visiting the prisoners. Now, sa natin na-draw yung inspiration sa paggawa ng lahat ng mga ito, doon po sa tinatawag na Christian compassion. Now, tayong lahat ay tumanggap ng compassion ng Panginoon, kaya naiintindihan natin ang ibig sabihin ng Christian compassion. It is a, it's, an, it's an outgrowth of our faith in God. Kaya tayo may compassion is because nakakilala tayo kay Lord at naranasan natin ang pakiramdam ng isang taong kinahabagan ng Diyos. And so, we are the ones who should extend compassion to others. Katunayan, mga kapatid, during the early church, nag-explode ang paglaki ng church sa kabila nang sila ay nabubuhay sa isang Greco-Roman society na kusan ang kultura, it's brutal, ruthless. Okay, walang pakialam sa kanilang paligid. Walang, hindi uso yung pagtulong sa kapwa. Pero bakit sa mga panahon yun nag-expand yung church? Why? It's because nakakitaan, kahit na minority sila, nakita doon sa early church yung klase ng generosity and kindness they have towards one another that made them so attractive in the community and in the society. Pag may nakita silang mga tao o grupo ng mga taong tumutulong sa mga nangangailangan, alam nila walang kaduda-duda mga Kristiyano ito dahil walang gumagawa noon sa kanilang kultura. Kanya-kanya. Okay? Yung sinasabi ko sa kanyang Greco-Roman society o Greco-Roman culture, ganun sila, kanya-kanya. Walang pakailaman sa isa't isa. Kaya nung makita yung mga early believers, that's the way they treat one another and how they extend even their compassion for other people, the church became so attractive. Kaya bahagi siya sa ginamit ng Holy Spirit para magdala ng kaluluwa sa loob ng church. Are you getting my point? Okay. So, ibig sabihin, ang church ay hindi dapat ma-isolate sa kanyang society. We are tasked by God to create an impact and great difference in the lives of people. While it is true that we cannot solve poverty in its entirety, knowing that we are just one organization, but at least we can do our share. We may not be able to create an impact in all the lives of the poor people, but at least we can make a difference in the life of one person after the other. Amen. Sabi ni Tim Keller, writer of Generous Justice, sabi from ancient times, the God of the Bible stood out from the gods of all religions as a God on the side of the powerless and of justice for the poor. We thought, ang pagsinabing injustice, ang iniisipan lang natin minsan yung 
na pagkamalang napatay, may kasalanan, tapos ay siya yung binarel. Sabi natin, ako, injustice yun. O yung isang taong tinanggal sa trabaho na hindi naman niya deserving na matanggal, inisip natin, o, oh, injustice yun. Yung mga nagawa ng mga naikulong na wala namang kasalanan, isa sabi natin, injustice yun. Totoo po yun, mga injustices po yun. Pero bahagi, when it comes to biblical context of what injustice is all about, ang injustice po ay bahagi rin ito. Yung isang studyante na hindi nabigyan, na na-deprive, na siya ay makapag-aral at makatapos ng pag-aral, in the biblical context, that's also injustice. Yung isang taong may sakit pero hindi siya maka-avail ng medisina dahil mahal, o hindi siya makabayad ng doktor dahil wala siyang pera, that's also an injustice. Yung isang taong balo na hindi niya magawang pakainin yung kanyang maanak dahil sa hirap ng panahon, that's also part of injustice. And I'm talking injustice in the biblical context. Now, kung kahirapan po ang pag-uusapan, kung titignan natin sa statistics sa Pilipinas, 75% of the population is poor. 50% of the population is young. Now, as a church, where do we position ourselves knowing that this is the figure? Therefore, we need to reach the poor because yung poor daw is 75% of the population and at the same time, the young. And so out of this, we have to think, ano ba yung gustong ipagawa ng Lord sa atin as a church? Kaya po ang tanong is, what role does the church play in being socially responsible, knowing all of these statistics? And so we are going to talk about the early church social responsibility Okay? How they demonstrated it. At, of course, pinapattern natin yung ginagawa natin doon sa ginagawa nila. Shared purpose, number one. Number two is shared passion. And number three is shared provision. So, tatlo, purpose, passion, and provision. Unahin po natin yung shared purpose. Sabi ng verse 32, Now the full numbers of those who believe were of one heart and soul. Sabi niyo, one heart and soul. Ibig sabihin, sila ay nagkakaisa sa pagtupad ng isang dakilang layunin. At yung layunin na yun, to create an impact in the lives of people. Kaya't ang sabi ron, and no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. There was this attitude of being unselfish. Sa kanila pong mga mananampalataya, merong may kaya, merong hindi kaya, merong walang masyadong kakayanan. Okay? Pero hindi nila kinukonsider, lalo doon sa mga may kaya, na kanila lang yung kanilang ari-arian, para lang sa kanila yon Blessing lang nila yon at hindi dapat ibahagi sa iba. Sila ay nagkakaisa, mga kapatid, sa pagtupad ng kanilang tungkulin sa Panginoon. Tandaan natin, during that moment, sila po ay minority and they were in great persecution. But they have to step above the persecution. And so they were moved by their being unselfish willing to share their resources with everyone. One heart and soul. Sila po ay mayroong ganong klase ng pagkakaisa na tumulong din sa mga may hirap. And God is so consistent that even in the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 15, 10-11, sabi, You shall give to Him freely, and your heart shall be grudging when you give to Him. Say give. Because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you undertake. Verse 11, For there will never cease to be poor in your land. Therefore I command you, you shall open wide your hand to your brother, to the needy, and to the poor in your land. 
Ano ibig sabihin ng open wide your hand? Bukas palad. Yun, galing. <laughs> Hindi nakatikom yung palad. Okay? Nakabukas palad, ibig sabihin, iabot ang yung kamay sa mga naghihirap. Di ba? Open your hands to the poor. Noong Old Testament, iniuutos na yan ng Panginoon, lalo na sa kanilang pagpasok sa promised land, sinasabi ng Panginoon yan, huwag kayong maging madamot. Ibukas ninyo ang inyong mga palad at tumulong kayo sa mga nangangailangan sa mga may hirap. While it is true, most of the needy people are poor, pero hindi lahat ng needy ay poor. Amen? Most na naman ang needy, mga may hirap sila. Pero hindi naman lahat ng mga nangangailangan mahirap. Why? Kahit ikaw ay mayroong kaya, kung ang bill mo sa hospital ilabot ng dalawang milyon, sigurado ko may pangangailangan ka na. Tama. So tayo in one way or the other, ay meron tayong mga pangangailangan at meron tayong problema. Meron ho ba walang problema? Taas ang kamay. Sino may problema? Taas ang kamay. Anong problema nyo? Sabi ni Tim Keller, Generous Justice, Israel was charged to create a culture of social justice for the poor and vulnerable because it was the way the nation could reveal God's glory and character to the world. Now, sinasabi po rito na ang Israel ay nailagay sila sa isang kulturang mayroong mga kahirapan, mayroong social injustices. Kasi sa ganoong paraan, mairi-reveal ng Diyos yung kanyang glory sa pamamagitan ng kanyang mga tao. Pag sinabi natin sa unbelievers, uh, we exist to honor God and make disciples. Papasok lang dito, ilalabas dito, hindi nila alam yun. Tama? Pero yung isang mahirap, binigyan mo ng tinapay dahil nagugutom siya at sabi mo, mahal ka ni Lord, yun, maintindihan niya yun. Amen? Yung isang taong mayroong may sakit, hindi makabili ng gamot, tinulungan mo, binigyan mong bumili ng gamot. Okay? Okay, kung bumili ng gamot, binigay mo sa kanya at sinabi mo sa kanya, ito, makakabuti ito sa karamdaman mo. Pero alam mo ba na mayroon tayong spiritual na karamdaman na ang tanging gamot ay walang iba kundi si Jesus. Mas may intindihan ngayon. Why? Because when you say, honor God, make disciples, that may be intangible for them. But it's us believers that would make this intangible, tangible before their very eyes. When we say we love them, they would believe because they can see it, they can feel it, and they can see it in us. Gets nyo? Sigurado po kayo? Okay. Second is shared passion. Sabi ng binasa natin kanya, and with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. We know that the Bible contains the gospel, the most important message of all. And the disciples were not just merely giving relief goods or satisfying the needs of the needy, but they were proclaiming the gospel of our Lord Jesus. It is the power of God unto those who believe. It is the power unto salvation. Salvation also means the physical and the spiritual needs. Church, while we help people who are in need, we should not stop proclaiming the gospel because ultimately we know the gospel is the answer. Poverty is not simply... A lack, simply a lack of material resources. Poverty is hopelessness. The answer is hope in Jesus Christ. Amen. Ang kahirapan po ay hindi lamang hukawalan ng mga material na bagay. Ang kahirapan po ay kawalan ng pag-asa. 
At sa pagdating sa kawalan ng pag-asa, ang sagot ay walang iba kundi si Jesus. Dahil ang kahirapan ay isang gerang spiritual. It is a spiritual battle that we can only win this battle if we have Jesus Christ. Nung tayo po ay unbeliever, nasubukan na ho ba ninyong magipit? Anong unang kagad takbo ng isipan nyo pagkakayin ng ilangan lalo na kung pera? Ha? Mangungutang, tama? Sino kaya ang mauutang ko? Mga ganyan, ganyan. Ah, saan mo pinakamalapit na sanlaan dito? At titingin-tingin ka sa gamit mo, isa-isahin mo. Ano ba yung hikaw ko dito? Yung sing-sing ko dito? Paano, magkano kaya ito maisasanla? Okay? Yun, yun ang isipan mo dahil basic ko yan sa tao, maghahanap siya. Sino kaya ang kumpare ko, kumari ko, ang, ang mauutangan ko? Pero ngayon, mana ng palataya ka na, pag nangailangan ka, anong una mong gagawin? Yan, galing talaga. Ano nga? Mag-pray ka muna. Okay? Iisipin mo, hindi yung uutangan mo, iisipin mo, Lord, may pangangailangan ako sa iyo. Why? Because we believe that God is the source. He is our provider. Your first option is to look up to God and ask and believe. Hindi mo kagad option yung, ako, punta ako si kumpare, maraming pera yun, natulungan ko nung nakarambuan yun eh. Siguro naman hindi niya ako mapapahiya. Dahil pag ako napahiya sa kanya, lagot siya sa akin. Diba? Ganun yung mindset natin noon. Pero, it has changed. Pag may pangangailangan ka, Lord, I believe you will provide for our needs. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come on. Sabi, kung isang tao nagigipit, sa patalim kumakapit. Pero ang Kristiyano, pag nagigipit kay Kristo, kumakapit. Galit. <laughs> okay. So, ang kahirapan po ay isang gerang spiritual at malalaman lang ng tao kung paano gapiin ito. Malalim na. Kung tayo ay mananampalataya kay Jesus Kristo, lumalabas eh. Alam bagay. <laughs> ang kahulugan nito ay isa diyang malalim. Inang ibig sabihin, mga kapatid, ang kahirapan ay bunga ng kasalanan at ang gamot sa kasalanan ay ang pagpapatawad ng Panginoon. At the moment na makapasok ang pananampalataya sa puso ng isang tao, magsisimula siyang magkaroon ng pag-asa. Magkakaroon siya ng pananampalataya at matututo siyang mangarap sa kanyang kinabukasan. Hindi niya titignan ang kanyang kalagayang pisikal, kundi ang titignan niya ay anong pangitain ng Diyos para sa kanyang buhay. Amen. Nagsimula akong mangarap ako po'y makakilala sa Panginoon. Dahil nung maliit ho ako, wala ho akong pangarap sa buhay eh. Ang pangarap ko lang, kumain, matulog. Kami po'y nabuhay sa kahirapan. Kami po'y nasa isang isolated na mga na lugar na sabihin ko pong punong-puno ng kahirapan. Nasunugan kami, nasutulog kami sa dyaryo. Sa loob ng isa, dalawang linggo. Wala, wala, di namin alam kung sa kami, kasi kakalis lang tatay ko, papunta ng Saudi Arabia nung kami po ay masunugan. Wala pa siyang ipapadala sa amin. Puti na nakagawa siya ng paraan, siya yung nangutang doon sa, sa kasama niya para maipadala sa amin dahil wala pang sweldo. So nakalipat kami doon. At tumakalipat kami, na wala kami sa komunidad na yun, napunta kami sa ibang komunidad, but God used that as an opportunity para sa lugar na yun doon kami makakilala sa Panginoon. Kaya nung makakilala kami sa Panginoon, we started dreaming lahat tayo makakatapos ng pag-aaral at mawawala tayo sa kahirapan. We started confessing faith-filled words. We started dreaming about big things. Why? Because God taught us how to believe Him on big things. And we as believers, kung mangangarap tayo, huwag kayong mangarap ng mababa, taasan ninyo yung pangarap ninyo because malaki ang ating Diyos. Amen. Praise God. 
It is the gospel of Jesus Christ that would give us hope. Because Christ rose again from the dead, we have a living hope in Him. Amen. Number three is shared provision. Sabi ng binasa natin kanya, there was not a needy person among them. For as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to each as many had need. Now dito po'y makikita natin ng isang katotohanan. Hindi man sila lahat mayaman, hindi man lahat mahirap, pero sabi ron, walang tao ang nangangailangan. Why? Dahil sila ay nagtutulungan sa isa't isa. Yung provision ng Panginoon ay kanilang pinagsasaluan. Sabi ng mga komunista, dito nila kinukuha yung prinsipyo ng kanilang ideology. We see, communitas, communism. Walang mayaman, walang mayrap, lahat ay pantay-pantay. Ang komunismo, pwersahan, kukunin yung gamit mo, kukunin yung ari-arian mo, i-distribution equally. Mayaman, mahirap, pantay-pantay kayo. Komunism yung pwersahan. Ito po, they were doing it in the context of willingness. Okay? Willing sila lahat, willing yung heart nila to give because at that moment, they were in great persecution at minority sila. The only way for them to survive in that great persecution is to have shared resources, shared provision. Kasi, pag nalalaman mga Kristiyano, tinatanggal sa trabaho. Pag mag-a-apply ng trabaho, pag nalalaman Kristiyano, hindi tatanggapin. Kasi under persecution nga ang mga Kristiyano during the early church. Okay, the only way for them to survive is to share resources together or share provision together. Amen? So, yung po yung context noon. Ang tanong tayo ba ay nasa persecution ngayon? Wala. Baka nga kayo pa na may mercecute ngayon eh. <laughs> But we are not under persecution. Praise God, we have freedom here in the Philippines na tayo ay mangaral ang salita ng Diyos at magdala ng Biblia bagamat wala nang medyo gusto. We have our freedom and we thank God for that. Pero hindi nawawala yung social responsibility ho natin sa atin pong lipunan. Now, saan po nag-uugat ang Christian compassion? Nag-uugat po ito sa ating pagkakakilala sa Diyos. Sabi po ng 1 John chapter 3, verse 16-18, By this we know love, what that He laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Bibigyan ko po ng day yung verse 18. Huwag daw po tayong magmahalan sa pamagitan ng salita, puti sa pamagitan ng gawa, gawa at katotohanan. Kaya gusto po natin sa church natin, maging makatotohanan po tayo. Sa ating pong bansa, sabi po ganun, 99.4% Based on statistics, of the share of total poverty in RP does not have university degree. Nakakalungkot. Among the poor, 99.4% does not have university degree. It means only 0.6% of the share of total poverty do have university degree. Batay sa ating lipunan, ang ugat ng kahirapan is the lack of education. Maraming taong mahirap because they don't have access to better education or they don't have money for them to pay for their tuition fees. Kaya hindi na lang nag-aaral. And because of that, dumadami ng dumadami ang mga mahihirap. Kaya kayo pong nakatapos ng mga pag-aaral, magpasalamat kayo sa Panginoon. Mapahalad kayo. 
Pero maraming tao, gumagraduate man ng elementary, pero pagdating ng high school, konti na lang. Pagka-graduate ng high school, pagdating ng college, mas konti na lang. In the process ng college days, mababawasan pa yun kung konti na lamang yung gumagraduate. In the light of this, how do we respond as a church? Sabi natin kanina, 70% of our population are poor, 50% are young. So we respond to poverty and at the same time to young people. That's why we have real life. Real life foundation is our compassion ministry in the church. That's our compassion ministry. Tayo po ay binibigyan natin ng pagkakataon ang mga may hirap na mga bata para sila po ay makapag-aral. Marami na po ang napagtapos ng real life. Marami na po tayong napag-graduate. Natulungan ng mga estudyante, mga college graduate, at yung iba nag-desire na vocational, binigay po natin. Hindi po tayo yung scholarship na binigay yung tuition fee, pero problema ng estudyante, yung baon niya at pamasahin niya araw-araw. Tayo po, we provide for everything. We provide for the tuition fee, for their baon every day. Pinoprovide natin yung pangangailangan nila. Pati mga libro nila, pinoprovide. Kaya kailangan po natin is a big amount. Kaya gumagawa ho tayo ng maraming programa. At ito pong Change a Life, the Nation. Bahagi po ng ating programa ito. Siguro naman po aware kayo rito, no? taon-taon to, pinopromote namin. Once a year, meron tayong ganito na tumatakbo dahil yung mga proceeds po no, na ibinibigay po natin sa ating Real Life Foundation. Para po mabigyan ng mga mahihirap ng mga bata ng pagkakataon na sila ay makapag-aral para sa ganun magkaroon ng pag-asa ang kanilang buong pamilya na at least sa loob ng isang pamilya may isang nakatapos ng kulehiyo. Now, meron po isang bagay akong i-announce sa inyo. Ito po ay nagsimula ho kahapon. Yan po si Pastor Ferdy Kabiling. Siya po ang pastor natin sa Metro Manila. He is the director for Metro Manila Churches. At the age of 50, he is going to run 50 kilometers per day for less than 50 days at the age of 50. Sabi ko, parang gusto kong gayahin na 50 steps per day. Kaya ko naman siguro yun. Dati na siyang nagjo-join sa mga fun run, katunayan yung pinakamahawal, may 160 kilometers mula dito hanggang bataan. And he was able to finish it. Now, he is attempting for the sake of our scholars, 260 scholars for the sake of these scholars, na sila po ay maprovide ng kanilang mga pangangailangan siya po ay tatakbo. Isang napakahalaga pong component ng kanilang education ay yung kanila pong discipleship. Hindi lang po natin pinuprovide ng kanilang pangangailangan, ng kanilang mga libro, ng kanilang bags, tuition, pin, bound araw-araw. We put them in a discipleship. Because unless their mind would change, mananatiling poverty ang kanilang mentality. So sila po ay disciple natin at tinuturuan natin ng pananampalataya. Tinuturuan natin that you can be a leader even if you are poor. Because God is able to lift you up from being poor to being somebody who can be blessed by God. So sila po ay dinidisciple na babago hindi lamang po yung kanilang status na babago kundi yung takbo ng kanilang kaisipan. And they would start to believe that God is great, that God is good, and God can lift them up out of that poverty. Amen? Amen. So, yan po ang mga ginagawa ng ating real-life scholars. At makikita po ninyo yung mga testimony ng mga kabataan na binago ng Diyos at pinagpala ng Diyos na hanggang sa paghahanap nila ng trabaho, tinutulungan sila ng atin pong ministry.
sila po ay most of them ay, ay mga nagsimula na hindi po sila taga-victory. Sila po ay mga unbelievers na pinili po natin among the poorest family at sila po ay binigyan natin ng pagkakataon ng makapag-aral. Sabi Richard Stearns, the Holy in our gospel, siya yung author nito, education is foundational to the development of a child. His or her community in the entire nation and no long-term escape from poverty is possible without the methodical and routine education of children. Mahalaga po ang edukasyon dahil ang isang bansa na mahirap ay bunga ng isang bansang mga kabataan na hindi nakakapag-aral. Ang Panginoon mismo ang nagsabi sa Acts chapter 20, verse 35, na sinabi doon, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Inirelay niya ito sa kanyang mga disciples, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Christ put His words into action as well. Hindi lang niya ito sinabi ito sa kanyang mga disciples. The fact is, He gave His life on the cross as a demonstration of His compassion for all of us. Ang kalagayan po natin, higit pa tayo sa mahirap. Tayo ay nasa kaawa-awang kalagayan dahil tayo ay nasa kasalanan at nabubuhay sa kasalanan. But God demonstrated His love toward us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ gave His life for all of us as a demonstration of His compassion toward us. That's why we have eternal life. We have hope in Christ Jesus. The only way that we can demonstrate compassion to others is when we ourselves experience that compassion from God. Natanggap po ba ninyo ang compassion ng Panginoon? And therefore, we are the right people to extend compassion to others. Genuine compassion comes from knowing God and understanding His love for people. Let's bow down ahead. Lord, thank you so much for your compassion for all of us. Thank you, Lord God. We used to be sinners, but praise God. We receive your compassion and you have forgiven us from all of our sins. Now we have the living hope living inside our hearts. And we say thank you, Lord. Thank you for your compassion. Dahil nakatanggap kami ng compassion mo, we ask you, Father, to fill us with compassion for others. Sa oras na ito, I would like you to just pray for people that you know are in great need. Maring may sakit sila, hindi makabail ng gamot, hindi makabail ng doktor. Maring mga taong walang trabaho, gusto magkaroon ng pag-asa, pero hindi nila alam ang gagawin. Can you just pray for them? Maring sila'y kaibigan ninyo, kapitbahay ninyo, kamag-anak ninyo. Yung mga may matitinding pangailangan sa kanilang buhay. Uh, may kilala kayong mga single parent, hindi alam pa paano i-raise yung kanilang mga anak, paano pag-aaralin. God loves them so much. Can you just pray for them? Compassion starts from the heart and it starts in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.